stop listening to yourself. Now, you're used to hearing me talk about stop talking to yourself in pillar one of psychology of the voice as we rewrite all the internal framework that's costing you. But today, I'm going against the grain of what the rest of the world teaches. No surprise there. But I want you to stop listening to yourself. Don't record yourself. Don't play it back. And today, from a subconscious perspective, I'm going to teach you why. I think you're going to like this episode, and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. I know I have been a little missing in action. Normally, I tell you when I'm going to take a hiatus, and this time I didn't. I'm going to be doing an episode probably in the next week or two that will give you an indication of why I needed a little break. And I did. I needed a little break. This is the ninth year of the show, and it's a massive undertaking, and I I love every minute of it. But I've also got the second show going now. I'm not sure if you've had an opportunity to check out Psychology of the Voice. That's my new podcast where I assess people and how they're being processed in the subconscious of the listener. I've never met these people. They're total strangers. I jump on a call, and I assess them on air. So check it out if you haven't heard it yet. I also want to let you know I've got a brand new, really cool program out. It's called Captivate the Room Foundations. It's a foundation course where you get access to me. I've never done anything like this, but I really like it. This is going to be the new way I'm moving forward with foundation, the foundation course and then most likely an opportunity for a Foundations 2. But I'd love for you to check it out. The link is in the show notes. Today I want to talk about don't listen to yourself. And typically in psychology of the voice, I might be saying, don't listen to the noise in your head. We've got to rewrite it. But today I'm talking from a technical perspective. I've recently been having to laser focus on some things that people are teaching. I won't go into that in this episode, but I've had to pay a little bit closer attention to some things. And one of the things that I see a lot of people teaching is watch your playback video, record yourself, and listen back to the recording. And you may not like this when I say this. You may, this may be it. You may click right off this episode, but I vehemently disagree with this. Especially on the front end of working with people. Now, if I'm working with one of my celebrities, that's different. 
if I'm at week six with someone and I have their foundation in place, meaning I've rewritten the internal, I've we've gotten through pillar one of psychology of the voice and we really are either knee deep in or done with pillar two, I will let people listen to themselves again. But I, I hear people saying, okay, this is what you want to do to determine how you're coming across. You want to record yourself and then listen back and then analyze all the things you hear yourself doing. And, and you can do that, but I want to tell you what's going to happen. Psychology of the voice, as you know, is radically different than typical voice coaching. Typical voice coaching says practice, prepare, do a lot of preparation, do a lot of warming up, do a lot of practicing, and I disagree with that. And you've probably heard me talk about why. My end goal is that you are always consistently able to show up with the best version of your voice. Subconscious, everything that I'm teaching is about what is the subconscious putting in place that is actually creating a sound that misrepresents you. And if I believe that I have to warm up, if I believe that I have to practice, what happens when I can't? I believe that I'm not going to sound good. I will hear people say, well, I have to stand up so that I can really deliver. Well, I don't want my people having to be in that place. I want you to be able to show up with the best version of your voice, whether you're sitting down, standing up, blindsided, in the car, thrown around intimidating people, intimidating things. I'm good over here. I'm not good over there. No, we've got to, we have to stop all of that. We always want the best version of you. And your subconscious is going to work overtime to ensure that that doesn't happen because your subconscious is trying to protect you. And this is why it is an illusion to believe that you can hear what we hear. You can listen back, but you will not be subjective. And this is something that I have tracked for a long, long time. I started tracking this, I don't know, over 10 years ago. I was working with the president of a Fortune 100 company when I started formulating perception reception. And it was when I was working with him, I would be teaching him some or talking to him about something that I wanted and he would think he was doing it. And I would say, are, are you doing it? And he would say, oh yeah, I'm totally doing it. It might be emphasizing words or it might be, you know, we were working on recordings for uh, when he had to deliver updates to shareholders. So I was literally working on movement in his voice and he would think he was doing it and he wasn't doing it. So that's the first part of the problem is your subconscious is going to go, oh, that sounds horrible. Oh, that's, or, or it could say, oh, that sounds really good. Let's say you have some big old mask that you're hiding behind. I guarantee you when you hear it, 
your subconscious is going to go, that's really good. You sound really good there. And yet I would hear it and go, okay, we've got a mask. I can't connect with you. What are you trying to prove? Or there's a repellent here. You're not going to hear things in the purity of how they're being received in the subconscious of the listener. You won't hear the nuances of the misrepresentation. You may be even hearing from a global perspective a technical perspective of, well, I need to slow down. Well, I need to pause more. And maybe you do, but maybe you don't. But I'm much more interested in how are you being processed in the subconscious of the listener? How are you being received? I have found consistently when people listen to themselves, they come back with a litany a laundry list of all the things they don't like about their voice. And every single time, my take is different. And I'm literally, when I listen to people, I am processing, but I'm processing from how is how are you being processed? I'm not listening from the perspective of you need to pause. And I may come out with, yeah, we need more pauses, but there's going to be a why behind it all based on how you're being processed. And so what I find when people listen back, especially in the beginning of working with them, I don't allow it. They cannot be subjective. They are going to decimate what they think they hear. And there are possibly things that they are doing that are really good that their subconscious is going to go, nope, you don't want to do that. And then there's things that they're doing that are really costing them that their subconscious is going to go, that's outstanding. And see, I see it all throughout the process, which is why really I train my people to never listen but to always work from a nugget that gets me the sound that I want. And I'm going to talk about that nugget, but I have had multiple students, when they've been working with me for four weeks, six weeks, they will say to me, I just did a webinar, I just did a video, I just did whatever, it was a disaster, it was the worst thing I've ever done. And I will say, send it over, let me look at it. And it is the best thing I've seen them do. So even after we start rewriting the subconscious and changing the voice habits, the subconscious is going to try to trick you, is going to work against you because remember the subconscious wants to keep you safe. And so this is where we have this perception, reception versus what we want them to hear situation happening. And it's just really high percentage that what you perceive you're doing is not what they're receiving. Just like the CEO that, do you think you're doing it? You're not doing it. Protection. And all of that protection is about judgment. But let's talk about this nugget for a minute. The goal when I work with people is not that they will listen and play back and adjust. 
in the next take, in the next delivery. And you know why that's so dangerous? You watch your video and you go, oh, okay, I need to slow down or I need to do this or I need to do that, which may not be what you need to do at all. But then you go to do the next take. Guess what you're doing? You're thinking about what you need to do different from the viewing or the audio of the last thing. You're thinking about how awful you sound. You're thinking about how much you hate your voice. So the more powerful approach to get a result that sticks, you can do that, but you're not going to get a result that sticks. You're not going to get to true authenticity that way. To get a result that sticks, I believe, is in the magic of I hear that seventh layer and I find the nugget. What is the nugget? I may give you a prompt. I may say something like, talk to me like I'm your best friend. But what happened in your head that got me to the sound that I wanted that was a true representation of you? That is what has to be recreated in all scenarios. You don't have to hear it. You don't have to feel it. In fact, it can be dangerous if you do. I'm working with somebody right now and it's just, it's really cool working with her. We are opposite on everything. I will say, were you in your head? And she'll say, no. Or I'll say, were you in your head? And she'll say, yes. And I'm hearing the opposite on everything. But when I can get her holding a nugget, working from a nugget that gets me the sound that I want because I know the sound I'm chasing, then she can consistently play big, deliver with authenticity. So there's this real danger in playbacks, wrong assessments of what's really happening, and then getting up in your head and trying to do what you think you need to do when that may not be what you need to do at all. But the problem is now you're up in your head, and guess what happens when you're up in your head trying to recreate, redo, refix the thing that you heard that you thought you did, everything falls flat because you're in your head. It's really not about the speed or the slowing down or the volume or the melody or the pause. It's really not about that. It's about what's behind it. Why are you doing it? Why aren't you doing it? That is what we have to look at to get long-lasting results that stick. And this was one of my biggest problems with technique. When I taught technique years ago, I was seeing results not stick because people were having to think about slowing down or think, and that wasn't the issue. That's how psychology of the voice was born. People were focusing on the wrong thing. The other reason psychology of the voice was born was because I could tell people how they were being processed in the subconscious of the listener, and that was hard to tell people. 
And I had to work on my own stuff, my own people pleasing before I could say, hey, this is how you're being processed. And I remember, you know, I studied to be an actor. My, I don't have any degrees in acting. My undergraduate degree is in directing. One of my masters is in creative drama. But I think that's a real actor move that probably, most likely, aids and abets a performance, a protection, which is what I'm talking about. Same thing happens on video. I watch the video back, I got, now I'm thinking about all the things and you know, I pull people off of more than one take immediately when I work with them because it is a, just a death trap if you start doing two takes, three takes, four takes, analyzing, assessing, reviewing. And you know, if you're working with somebody like a Steve Bridgewater, you know, my friend that was the greatest onset coach out in Hollywood, when I used to do workshops with him, that's different. We'd be in a room with actors and we'd record them doing the scene and I'd be coaching them on their voice and he would, we would watch the replay because of the nuances of what they were physically doing on camera. Were they connecting with us through the camera? That's different. I'm talking about the coaches that go, okay, record yourself and listen back and hear what you're doing and see what you need to do different. Okay, first of all, do you know what you need to do different? Do you know what we're receiving? Do you know how you're being processed? And then we run into the whole problem of, well, I'm good over here and I'm not good over there. I, I sound this way because uh, it's video and, and it's weird. I sound this way. Okay, there's a problem. We want to have that nugget that can get you to that most authentic sound every single time, no matter what. And believing that it's circumstantial, that's an illusion too. That's a trick of the subconscious to keep you safe. And that's what I really want you to get from this. You can go record yourself. I'm not going to stop you. I'm just going to tell you the pitfalls and the dangers of doing so. And I think there's a part of that that really, you know, that makes me want to say, really be careful of what you listen to. You can listen to people's voices and tell if they know what they're talking about tell if they created what they're teaching you tell if they're bought in or if they're just throwing something out there that they heard somebody else talk about or maybe they pulled from their own repertoire of being an actor or being a performer or being a speaker But what makes it automatically true? How does it land with you? Can you detect in their voice, in the people that you follow, in the people that you listen to, 
Can you detect things in their voice? I bet you can. But that doesn't mean you can detect the truth in yours. Because detecting the truth in somebody else's voice, that's a different level of stakes as far as your subconscious is concerned. When it comes to revealing your voice, we're dealing with a whole different animal because it's all about protection. It's all about identity. It's all about safety. It's all about control, controlling what people think of you. It's all about perception, reception, what we think we're doing and what they're really receiving. And we may not want to know. We may just flat out want to buy into the lie of the mind and buy into the illusion. And all of that goes back to safety. So just keep all of this in mind if you do listen to yourself. The quest is to find the nugget that gets you to that seventh layer of sound that can so easily be identified by my ear. And that's really the danger too in technique and a one and done. Do this and you'll get the answer. Do this technique and you'll get the answer. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. What is the technique that we need to create for you to reveal the best version of who you really are? I want you to think about these things as you might automatically just do something because everybody else is doing it or that's what you've heard will work, but it may not work for you, and I want you to pay attention to that because it doesn't mean it's the only way. We want to get to the bottom of the real you, not the protected you, the big, bold, fully expressed, fully owned, credible you, because that's what's going to make your buyer pick you. That's what's going to make you rise above the rest. And that's what I want for you. All right, I'm going to stop there. Thanks so much for being here. Make sure you check out Captivate the Room Foundations. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab the voice formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.